What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Unhinged. We are your hosts, Maddie and Ali. And buckle up, we got some good topics for you today. But as always, we'll start with today's safe word. Today's safe word is spaghetti. And I think you'll understand a little bit more why in a minute. Um, but we'll get started. How are you doing today? Oh my God, I'm thinking about spaghetti right now. <laughs> I, I Everybody hate, loves a little spaghetti. My mouth is already starting to like foam <laughs> at the idea of some spaghetti. Oh my God. I said one word and you're already aroused. Whatever. Uh, God, spaghetti. <laughs> Listen, well, the only thing I will ever like love in life is food, specifically spaghetti, shawarma, and cheesecake. I will marry those if they were women. Instantly. Well, anyways, <laughs> we're going to get started talking about communication. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll kick it off. I'll kick it anyways. off. <laughs> <laughs> um. Why do people suck at communication? I think that's the, the the general idea that I have for this topic. I don't understand why communication is such a hard thing, particularly on my side of things, like with like girls. And I don't just mean in a relationship. I also mean in general, like friendships. You guys know, you know, most of my friends are women. So why... Is it that I struggle the most to communicate? Because, like, I, I'll tell you anything and everything. I'm an open book. I don't care. I will lay I'm out. also an open book. Yeah, but you. But I'm also, like, the best and the worst communicator. Yeah. See, you <laughs> Equally. See, you, you, say, you say that you're a good communicator. And in some things, you absolutely are. But, like, you know, when you're going through your lows, you know, you, you have highs and lows. When you're going through your lows, you keep quiet. And you sometimes will tell me after the fact. Other times you won't. I usually tell you before the fact. Though. You, you'll tell me you're going into a low, but you won't yeah. actually tell me what caused it until after by like a while, if you even choose to. You know yeah. what I mean? But also like sometimes it's the matter that I don't know why I'm going through these things. That's valid. So it's like, I don't know what's happening in my brain. So how am I supposed to try to elaborate on it? But, like, just say that. You know what I mean? Just say, like, hey, I'm, you know, I don't know why, but, like, it happened. That's an okay thing to do. It's it's okay to say, You need I to know too know. much, though. No, I don't. You like to know everything. I do. I like to know everything, but it's okay to not know those things. Like, I want to know so that way I can always have your back. If I don't know what's going on in your life, I can't be there to, like, pick you up when you're down. You know what I mean? Fair. It's, but I'm not asking to be picked up. I'm just asking to be left alone. And that's valid. And when you tell me to leave you alone, do I not leave you alone? No, you do. Yeah, instantly. I don't even text back and reply, okay. I just <laughs> <laughs> She literally, two. I think it was two weeks ago, maybe last week, she goes, um, I'm literally, it was Thanksgiving, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Thanksgiving it was only, she goes. She goes, I'm crying, leave me alone. I didn't even say okay. Yep. I just I that was Thanksgiving. <laughs> sure was. She like texts me like three days later. She's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I had a mental breakdown. Okay, somebody had to cry on Thanksgiving, and that somebody was me. It's okay. I cried on Thanksgiving too. Did you? Yeah. Why? We're not gonna get into it. <laughs> We're we'll spaghetti that. You didn't that. tell me that. I because you and I we we have like a. An understanding of things we don't talk about. Yeah. And it's one of those. Gotcha. You okay. know, so I, I didn't tell you about it because, I mean, 
You didn't want to. No, it's not that I didn't want to. I would love to talk about it, but we agreed not to talk about this kind of stuff. Oh, okay. You know what sure. I mean? Sure. One of those. One of those. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? I am. Down? I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay. But in general, I do feel like women are worse at communicating than men. Well, it, it depends because I know a lot of my guy friends, too, that suck at communicating, but not in the same way. When yes. it comes to When it comes to emotions and feelings... Men wear their emotions on their sleeve. They wear their hearts on their sleeve. They'll no, tell they you. do not. In the sense of they'll tell you what they're feeling. No, they won't. <laughs> Men telling me what they're feeling is, like, non-existent. Like, not in the sense of, like, telling you, oh, I'm sad because Jessica broke my heart. They don't do that shit. But, like, you know because it's obvious. They make it blatantly obvious there's something wrong. We don't, we don't pull the I'm fine bullshit. Let girls pull, you know? Like, I feel like girls are more likely to wear their feelings on their sleeves than men are. I feel like women... Girls overreact about everything. Yes. Men guys, underreact about like, everything. You guys hide it. Like, if you if there's something... You aren't like this, but most girls that I've encountered are 100% like this. Where they're like, they... Let's say, you know, like, let's say it's, an, it's a girlfriend. Oh, she's mad at me. I go, you know, ask her if she wants something to eat. And she's giving me attitude, and I'll be like, hey, what's wrong? I'm fine. Nothing. Why? Just tell me what's wrong. Just but, tell me. Okay, no, you're right. And I'm not saying you're wrong about that, because, because I do that all the time. Yeah, but, like, and that's what I mean. Like, guys, if you were to go, like, guys don't do that. Yes, they do. I've never, I don't know a single guy who's done that. At all. I might be wrong, and I'll, 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 I'll accept defeat here. If, if you have a story, I would love to hear it. But for me specifically, I've never encountered this. I will 100% take a step back. I will admit defeat if you can prove it. Well, what do you need me to prove? Do you have a story that this happened with you and a guy before? Well, I'm just saying, like, every time I've... I've of all the guys that I've ever known... Okay. It's not like I'm like, oh, hey, how are you? And they're like, I'm fine. And they just shut down. They just don't talk about it. That's also valid because th th that's another thing with men. I will say, guys don't like to look vulnerable, weak. and, and weak. that's I, I think that's a big issue with society and like making men feel like they can't. Because I know there's a lot of times where like I have I'm feeling things I won't talk about it. like to certain people. Yeah. To you, I'll tell you anything. To Fifi, I'll tell her anything. To my therapist, I'll tell her <laughs> everything. <laughs> that's what you pay her for. <laughs> <laughs> but like, because I want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like, um, I don't know, like, my mom? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. My sisters. Don't tell my mom anything. Like, my mom will ask questions. I actually, this is so funny. It was, I think, like, four months ago. I was having dinner at my mom's place. And she just straight up asked me if I was having sex with anyone. <laughs> Just, just and the response, <laughs> I was like, um, excuse me, that's none of your business. <laughs> and also, no. Oh my gosh, I don't think my mom's ever asked me anything like that. My mom, she doesn't, she doesn't want to know things, but like sometimes she'll ask questions like that. She'll straight up just ask the most random out-of-pocket things that have nothing to do with anything all, at all sometimes. She just does that. I don't 
I don't know, but it, it's it's kind of my reason of there are certain things that like I struggle with communicating because yes, I don't want to look weak and this, this and that, but I do I wear my heart on my sleeve for the most part. If you upset me, I'm gonna tell you. Sometimes I might delay telling you. I will let you know that I'm upset with you. Like if you piss me off or you do me wrong, I'll say, Hey, I'm mad at you right now. I really don't want to look at you. <laughs> I don't want to hear your voice. I don't want to read a text from you. I, yeah. I just don't, I want nothing to do with you for the time being until I process the anger and then I will go and approach you. So there's sometimes like I have like a pause for processing, but I'll always yeah. communicate. Well, as you should. I do. I'm a firm believer in the 24 hour rule. Yeah. So if something like pisses me off that much or I'm that upset about something, I'm probably not going to respond to you or talk to you until I've decided what I want that response to be. And if you sleep on it and you're still that pissed off the next day, then yeah. I have a different rule on that. And mine is before bed. And it depends on the context. Let's say you're like a best friend or especially a significant other. If I'm mad at you, I'm not going to bed mad at you. Yeah, that's I'm fair. I'm going to have that. I'm going to have that conversation. And we're going to solve the problem. Before we go to bed. And, yeah. if, and if we don't solve that problem, we're not going to bed. I will keep you up until we solve it. We are going to continue to talk until it's solved. I don't care. Yeah, I can see that with a significant other because it, I don't want to go to sleep mad at you and I don't want to wake up mad at you. It, it, there are statistics that prove that doing that, like going going to bed mad at your, your, like, your significant other or your whatever, can lead to you know, resentment. And it's one of the biggest things in, in, I mean, one of the biggest things that leads to divorce is lack of communication. And that's one of them. Yeah. That's one of the biggest is the, 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 the timing of when you solve problems of constantly pushing them and pushing them off because you just don't want to deal with it right now. And then it builds up and builds up and then eventually bursts like a grape. You know, you don't want that. I'd rather, just before I put my head on that pillow, be like, hey, let's talk about this. Yeah, I feel like a lot of arguments, too, though, come from, like, one person saying something and the other being hurt by the way it made them feel and not actually by what the other said. That's valid. Because I feel like people... But then they don't communicate that, and that's where the argument comes from. Yeah. So it's like both sides need to actually listen mm -hmm. to what that person got upset about because it wasn't what you said. It was how it made them feel. Mm -hmm. I, I can agree with that. I think that's also a big, a big thing. I, I will give women this. Women are great listeners. I've never had a conversation with a girl who I didn't feel like, I, like I didn't feel like I wasn't being listened to thoroughly. Like I feel like even you, you have a million things on your mind all the time. But whenever we're talking, psycho, you're not. A, you're not. You're really not. But <laughs> <laughs> Chris says yes, you are. <laughs> it, I accept it. It's like whenever you and I are talking, you give me one hundred percent of your attention in that moment. You'll literally be sitting there doing your makeup, but you're still making eye contact with me through the mirror. <laughs> like you do that. She'll I feel like I can't listen to somebody if I'm not looking at them. You can't. You cannot. I, I one of my degrees is in, you know, technical and professional communication and one of the things that I have to like be extremely like studied into is nonverbal communication, right? 
And that is one of the biggest no-nos. If you really want to have a conversation with somebody, there are certain things you have to do to, you know, to hear someone. You know, it's not just like hearing them by like going in the ear. And if you just do that, it's going out the other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There are, you have to look at them. You have to make eye contact with them. Uh, I love eye contact. Me too. You, I you, love eye contact. You just, you, you have to. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. You, you genuinely have to, you know? Like, it's, it's a thing. And I didn't know that for the longest time. You can ask anyone in my family. I was the worst at arguing and debating or anything with. You could not talk to me. I was so stubborn and hard-headed. You could, no, you could not have a discussion with me where you are on an opposing side. I would not listen. I would not hear nothing. I after taking all these classes and everything, I'm completely different. Like I I've learned that you have to that that's a huge part of communicating. You can't just listen to them. So if you're talking to me, um if I'm not looking at you, and I do it even here on the podcast, sometimes I'm kind of looking towards the camera and not at you. But you can look at my face and you can see the focus on my face into the words you're saying, you know, like I do that, but that's me still giving you 100% of my attention. Sure. It, unless I start like looking off to the abyss. Then you know the ADHD has gotten <laughs> hold of me. Then I know I'm boring. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. For me, it's like I talk to people all day long and I don't love to listen to people all the time but it's part of my job and it's yeah. part of how I make money so yeah. that's what we do um I hate texting me too it's not my favorite thing in the world me too I'd rather call you um I still don't even like answering the phone sometimes but that's so funny <laughs> the other day uh, you guys, you guys, if you've watched any of our previous episodes, you guys know that me and Maddie have gone back and forth about when she texts me when she gets home and, and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, this past weekend, um, she, she had texted me, uh, at like 2am wanting to call because I told her to start calling me when she's driving home tired. I'm a habitual fall asleep at the wheel person, so I don't do well driving at night. <laughs> yeah, so I told her because of this, start calling me and I'll like I'll talk to you while while you're driving home. I don't mind even if it's at two in the morning. But I literally five minutes prior to her texting me to call me, uh, I had knocked out and I was out cold. Um, so the next morning, I just, I just called her and I knew I knew exactly what it meant if she answered or didn't or <laughs> how many times it rang if it didn't ring immediate if it didn't ring at all and immediate to voicemail something was wrong if it rung rang once or twice and then hung up she's fine <laughs> <laughs> if she picks up she's fine if she doesn't answer at all and it just completely rings something's wrong those are the old, like those are the scenarios. I'm a big big hit the red X person, so <laughs> you know that's actually why is it that sometimes on the iPhone you can hit the red X and then other times it's the slide and you're forced to answer. Have you noticed that? It's, I do, like, but I just like will double click the side because it does the same. It does thing. the same thing, yeah. but why? 
Why does it do that? Why sometimes can I like hit decline and other times I'm forced to Maybe like, it's a sign of God. Like you must answer this phone call. <laughs> it's such a weird thing to me. I don't know. It's like, it's such a weird way to, like it should always be the same thing. Either way, I let it, I let it ring for one or two rings and I hit the red X. You're so funny. It's just, you have the same habits. I was at work to be fair. You were, she was, she was. But it, it, like, it was just funny because I wanted to check up on her because I didn't, you know, I'm like, maybe she got into a car accident. My red receipts are on too, by the way. Yeah. So and that's the other thing. I'll text first and if she reads it. But this is the thing. Sometimes she reads your texts or it will have read it, but it's just because her phone's unlocked on your text messages and she didn't actually read the damn text. She does that so often. So often. I do. It's infuriating, but you are, you're, you're a decent communicator when something, actually, I would say for the most part, you're the perfect communicator. I communicate when things are important. Yeah. I don't bother with small talk. I had like a couple exes back. It was one of my like first ever like serious relationships. She sucked at communicating so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, have you, have you ever had a relationship where it was like, when it, when it came to, like, texting you about when something was wrong or even just talking to you about when something was wrong, they, like, it was always, a, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Like, it's okay to not know um, what's causing, like, your depressive episodes, your ups and downs. It's okay to not know that. That is justifiable. But not knowing why you're, uh, why you're mad at me is not a thing. Yeah, no. You have to know why you're mad at me. You, you can't just be mad at me. You have to have a reason, and you got to tell me. And that was something she used to do. I'd be like, well, why are you upset with me? And she's like, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. How can you not know why you're mad at somebody? Right? So she was just being a little bitch. For lack of better words, yeah. I'm allowed to call her that. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's disrespectful. You don't call women bitches. Unless they deserve it. Unless they deserve it. <laughs> my, mama, my mama raised me better than that. My mama raised me to call a bitch a bitch. <laughs> my mom is so funny. I, I've, in my lifetime, I've only ever heard my mom go off on somebody twice. My mom has gone off on me twice in the last week. My mom goes off on me Every day. That, I'm not talking about going off on me, but, like, on some other person, like a, like a person in public or somebody we don't know, someone foreign to us, mm -hmm. who's not a child of hers. It's only ever happened in my lifetime that I've witnessed two times. And, wow, my mom is scary. She brings the heat. <laughs> she is. She, when, when people talk about, I don't know if you guys have, like, I hate stereotypes. I really do, but when, when people talk about that Lebanese stereotype of how, like, Lebanese girls are crazy, she defines that. She I defines, like, do not fuck with my mom. I mean, I'm Italian, so yeah. by stereotype, I am also crazy. Did you actually, <laughs> this is so funny, did you know that Lebanon is uh, the angriest country in the world? Really? More than 46%, and there's a, there's a, a graph, I'll put it up on the screen. Uh, when I'm editing this later, but there's literally uh, data that that shows that 46% of the Lebanese population is angry. That checks. We are the angriest country on earth. 
Which makes sense as to why we're always yelling. I have nothing for that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of communication. Yeah. Sometimes maybe you're just trying to leave a hint out there, you know? Mm-hmm. People don't always get the hint. So Tell this week it. on what are we doing? Take a hint. I don't understand how some people just are oblivious to the fact that you're, you've been hint dropping and they just aren't picking up on it. Sometimes, I, w- I will say, I will say, you're absolutely right on that. But sometimes it really depends on the person dropping the hints. Some people who drop hints are like, there are people who are as subtle as a gun. And then some people who aren't subtle at all. Like, I can't tell you're making a hint. Like, they're just bad. Bad hints, you know? Fair. But in my most recent transaction of hint dropping, yeah, I was very blunt with my hints. No. Yes, I was. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. No, you were not. Up until when I stepped in, you were not. I felt mean at that point. It's not mean. How many times do I have to? Okay, we're going to back up. Yeah, let's back up. Let's give, let's give them context. All right. So there's this man. We call him Hat Man. Can you, can you elaborate as to why that is? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hat Man. Uh, we call him Hat Man. I met him on Hinge about a month ago, probably. Uh, I would say a little, a little bit over more. a month. Yeah, like maybe a month and a half, two months. Um, no, definitely not two months. A no, month and not a half. two months. Probably a month and a half. Yeah. But so I met him on Hinge about a month and a half ago. He asked me to go on a date with him, so we go on a date. He, his cousin happened to be in town, like, the day that we were going on a date, so he asked if that was okay that he brought his cousin. I was like, I don't really care. It doesn't matter. We're just meeting. And so he brought his cousin. Oh, my God. I forgot that we went to the strip club. I was about to say, are you going to say that? <laughs> okay, Are you going to so, say about the most important no, part? No, I totally forgot that happened. <laughs> Anyways, so we go to dinner. And he was like, hey, like, my cousin really wants to go out. Would you, like, he really wants to go to a strip club. And I was like, let's do it. Like, why not? And he was like, wait, seriously? And I was like, yeah, I don't care. It's a freaking strip club. I've been to them multiple times. I've never been to one. You've never been to a strip club? No, oh, we're once. going. No, um, <laughs> yes, we are. So, so we go to this strip club. And we're just hanging out, whatever, like. We're chatting. I had a good time. Man, my first dates sound freaking bizarre. Anyways, so we're at the strip club. He's like, hey, my cousin wants some weed, so we're going to go pick up some weed. And I was like, again, I really don't care what we do. I'm just here to meet you. Naked women and weed? Sounds like a whole party and a half. Yeah, whatever. So we go pick up some weed, and then he takes me home. He's like, sorry, this was not the way this was supposed to go. Like, can you want to hang out again tomorrow? I'll make up for it, whatever. And I was like, sure. So the next night he takes me to like a fancy dinner and whatever. And mm. um, it was nice. He was nice. Whatever. Yeah. But then all of a sudden he decides that he owns me. Huh? He's like, you're mine. And I was like, no. <laughs> mm. I'm like, would I hang out with you again? Sure. But am I yours? No. I don't know you. I, this is, like, the second time we've hung out. It's been a total of, like, five, six hours. Like, 
We I'm are not cringed. exclusive. This I'm is so, not a I'm thing. so I'm cringing so hard. And Own you? What is this? 1941? And literally like a couple days later he's texting me. He's like, "I miss you." And I'm like, I, my literal response was, "How do you miss me? You don't even know me." Valid. Valid. I would have That's a valid response. And he was like, "Oh, I just I love hanging out with you and blah blah blah." And you I'm hung like, out with me once. Yeah. And so, like, it was already kind of weird. Yeah. And we hung out again the next week. We went to dinner again. And, like, the same thing. Like, he's just, like, like pretending I'm his girlfriend at this point. And I'm like, sir, I am not. Whatever. So, for a while, he was, like, texting me and calling me throughout the day and, like, checking in, whatever. And then, like, I kind of stopped putting any effort into texting like I do. And I was like, you know what? He is, like, clinging too much. Like, this is too much. He was asking me to spend the night. He was asking me to do this. And, like, mind you, we hadn't hooked up at all. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not sleeping over at your house. Like, I'm not comfortable with that. Like, I don't even sleep at my friend's houses. at this point, if I were to spend the night at your house, like, say we hung out really late and I didn't want to drive all the way home, now I feel like if I spend the night at your house that you're going to think that it means something. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, I don't feel comfortable. You're not sleeping over at my house. That's not a thing either. Like, whatever. I don't, I don't understand how people do that. Even, like, with family or friends. I I think this is my parents' fault. I don't sleep at people's houses. And growing up, my parents wouldn't let me. I love sleepovers. Uh, th- but they, I love sleeping in my own bed. That's it right there. Yeah. Like, for example, anytime we we have a house in Lebanon, right? Okay. I don't care about your story right now. Okay. Let me finish. Valid. Um, so anyway, so we're hanging out, whatever. And he's like, I work two jobs, so I'm very busy. I don't have much time. And he was wanting all of my additional yes. time. Yeah. And I don't like to give people my time if I don't want to. Yeah. And so he would like call me and yell at me and saying that I wasn't putting any effort into this relationship. And I was like, what relationship? You're not in one. And so finally, I just like totally wasn't even telling him when I had nights off and he wasn't even asking anymore, like whatever. And then um, one night I went over to his place. Yeah. And we were chatting and I was like, he was yelling at me about not spending enough time with him. Wait, 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 pause. Yelling at you? Yes, yelling. Like, rah, rah, rah yelling or like, just like loud talking? Yelling. He was like loud talking yelling. Like okay, he was so upset like, though. Okay, gotcha. So he was like actually like physically, yes. like, 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 yeah, okay, visibly upset. Yes. Okay. And I just was like, whatever, I'm going to go. So I left. And, um, now we're up to speed. Then like he would text me like every other day and say, good morning. How are you? And I would say, I'm good. How are you? And then he wouldn't respond. And this happened like three days in a row. Yeah. And then he would send me, I miss you. And I was like, okay, no, I didn't even respond to that text. No, no. I remember seeing that. Yeah. When I said, when he said, I miss you, I did not even respond to that text. And then he texted me. He said, what are we? Nothing. And I said, nothing. As you should. I'm like, get the hint here, my guy. See, okay, these are like, well, 
So let me finish. Yeah. So he's like, well, I know we're both busy and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't like, I think I told him probably five or six times that this wasn't going to work out to try to get him to pick up on the hint that I wasn't actively you, pursuing him. Yeah, but you beat around the bush slightly. Like you, you would, you're absolutely right. You I were. was sending him these text messages because I was like, he's just not getting it. And I don't understand. Yeah, but then at the same, in the same light, like when you would send them, you would still like at this, at this point, you still had gone to his house that, that like that, the couple days prior to this. No. When he yelled at you. That was like two weeks ago. Yeah. But, like, that's what I mean is that, like, you were having problems well before yes. that. And you had still been going. So, in a way, you, were, you weren't leading him on because even when you were there, you were trying to go there physically to give him that hint and have that conversation. But for yeah. some reason, you chickened out. I didn't chicken out. I just kept telling him, like, I, I've told him on multiple occasions. I was like, I cannot be who you want me to be. And I don't want to be that person. Yeah. But you didn't say that. You just said, I yes, can't. I did. You didn't say, I don't want to be. You just said, I can't be who you want me to be. But you never said, I don't want to that's be. That's fair. So that's what I'm talking about. You're like, you're, sub you're subtly. you're trying to be you, nice. Yes, you were trying to be, but you can't do that. And this is when I stepped in. She had reached out to me and she was like, she's like, I don't know what to do. Like, I said, help, please. She, literally. I, I, and so she showed me the text. She screenshotted the text and she showed them to me. And I told her verbatim the words to use. And guess what? She used them. I did not use verbatim what you said. Yes, you did. I did not use verbatim. The second what you text said. I sent you where what? I told you to basically, what was it that I, I didn't use verbatim what you said. What was my phone? But I said it in a way that I felt okay about it but it was there i have a problem with like not wanting to be mean like i don't want it to end badly i just like you're not getting the hint yeah and so he kept saying like oh we can make this work we can do this this and this and i just responded and i said i at this i don't want to make it work that was my last i and that's exactly see i said i said this i said be blunt and say in quotes um I don't want to work it out. Thank you, but no thank you. Uh, and then I told you these exact... I said, stop being so fucking dodgy. You're Maddie fucking Miller. You're a blunt meanie face. You're letting him down easy, and, it, and he isn't getting the message, so make it clear and plain as possible. And then what did you do? I'm looking right at the text, the screenshot you sent me. of. I didn't words send you the screenshot of, of the last text messages. Yes, you did. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, you did. And then you said, okay, you didn't say, uh, you didn't say the exact I didn't verbatim, say verbatim. But you did say this. You said, I don't think I'm interested in continuing to try this. And what was his response? His response was, okay, no problem. I'll leave you alone. You see? How see, the way that you read that is so differently than the way that I heard him say it in my head. It's okay, no problem. I'll leave you alone. You can't read into things. He, maybe he is I don't like upsetting people. Like, that's not. Maybe he my... was a wounded puppy when you saw it. But the thing is, is he was fine before you. He'll be fine after you. You cannot live your life worried about upsetting somebody if they're upsetting you. Either way, fucking take a hint, bro. Like, come on. But yes, you should. I mean, you were kind of obvious. You. Slightly in some ways you weren't, but you were pretty obvious near the end. And it took all of that of literally just saying no for him to get it. I understand that. But, like, I can take a hint when a guy's not interested in me. Like, I can get it. Yeah. 
But at the same time, I feel like girls are also really bad at taking hints when it comes to guys into them. There are so many times where, like, I'm into a girl, and I'm I'm very subtle. I'm flirt. I'm very flirtatious. I'm That's very not subtle. Huh? That's not subtle. Oh That's yeah, the yeah, yeah. You're right. You got me. Um, I'm not subtle. Smart AF. I'm not subtle. I'm blunt. I'm as subtle as a gun. Yes, that's what I was trying to go for. Yeah, I'm I'm very, very blunt. obvious. I'm very obvious, and yet it's like I'm subtle because they just over their heads. They don't understand that I'm flirting with them, or they they just think I'm overly nice. I'm not. But you are. <laughs> I mean, I so am like not. that is your personality. So I can see where that's a thing. I am, and I'm not. It depends. Like, I don't. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think I've ever flirted with you. No, but we've also only ever worked together. Yeah, but that don't mean nothing. <laughs> what do we say, Chris? Don't fuck your coworkers. Don't fuck your coworkers. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, obviously, I don't do that. Like, but I feel like I don't, I don't hide it. If I'm into you, I'm going to tell you. And sometimes I'm not going to just say those words like, like, oh, I'm into you because it's just blunt. Nobody wants to hear that sometimes. Sometimes you do, but other times, yeah. most of the time you don't. It's kind of aggressive. You don't, you don't want to be hit on aggressively. You want it to be. Yeah. 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 And, and so I, that's. That's the kind I do. I'm like, I'm, I'm soft with it. You're I, aggressively subtle. Yes. <laughs> I'm aggressively subtle. But they still don't get the hint. And it makes no sense to me. I don't know. For me, I think hints are a lot bigger when you're trying to not be mean about something. Mm -hmm. Like, flirtatious hints are different. But, like, when you're trying to let somebody down easy... You got to pick up on the hints. That's valid. Because, like, yes, I could be direct, but sometimes being direct with people and not being, not having, like, a, an emotional something behind it is, it hurts people's feelings. I don't know. And I don't like to hurt people's feelings. I, like, I don't want to walk away from something and think, like, oh, man, like, I mean, granted, no. Do I ever want to speak to him again? Probably not. But, like, yeah. I don't want... A bad name in his mouth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want him to be like, oh, that girl was a bitch or like whatever. But at the same time, you have to see it in a different light too. Like I, there have only ever been two times that I have like cried in a breakup. And a lot of people have judged me for this. I've genuinely, there's only two times. It was the first time I was ever in a relationship and I got broken up with because she cheated on me. Literally... A week after we started dating, which I don't understand that. <laughs> and you cried? Because we had been, we had been. One week. It was that one week love no, 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 no. Let me give you context. We had been, we had been best friends for three years. And it was building up to the point of, I, I was in high school. I didn't have the courage yet. I was still an awkward, ugly kid. You know, I was still, my mom was still picking out the clothes that I wore to school, you know, and she was still the one deciding what my ugly ass haircut would look like, you know? So I didn't have the confidence that I have now. So it took me three years to pluck up the courage to ask her out at the time. So it was a, it was a big deal that we finally started going out. And then a week later, she literally 
sheets on me. And I was like, oh, okay. But I cried because, like, that's a shitty feeling, you know? Yeah. And then the other one is the, the one I told you about, which was the girl, my, my accountant's assistant. That girl, she broke me for uh, a couple days there. A couple days. No, no more than, a, like, a day or two. But that's the other things. Like, whenever it's, like, a, a breakup, I take a day or two, and then I'm fine after. Uh, but that's for those two situations. Everything else, I, okay. Yeah. I walk away from it unscathed. Doesn't bother me. People are like, oh, you're so emotional. So I was like, no. I, was, I saw something on Instagram today. Yeah. And it said, if someone treats you as an option, leave them like a choice. Yeah. And I love that. That's, that's yeah. If somebody doesn't want you, suck it up and move on with your life. Yeah. Basically. Literally. It really, really. It, straight up. But I get called, I get called cold or, or like, this is my favorite thing. You know, I'm not going to generalize here. Nobody point a gun at me. Nobody shoot me. But a lot of girls are into the horoscope stuff. And I always get the, oh, it's because you're a Scorpio. No, it's because I don't give a shit. You broke up with me, okay? <laughs> Listen, I have, <laughs> I'm a Leo. And I am a Leo to the freaking core. I am an absolute fire sign, and I cannot even deny it. Anyways. I was told, I actually just learned this recently. I'm apparently, like, I'm extremely rare because my, like, astrological signs are Scorpio all across the board. My, my sun, my moon, my rising, all of it is Scorpio in every way. I'm just a full Scorpio, and I, and I was told that that's an extremely rare thing. And I was like, hell yeah. I don't know too much about any of that stuff. But <laughs> do I? before we get into our next topic, this episode is brought to you by Horizon Network, your one-stop shop for all things media. For the entire month of December, you can get 20% off any photography services, including holiday family photo shoots to naughty Santa boudoir photo shoots. They got you covered. Call 313-627-9792 to book your appointment and tell them Maddie and Ali sent you to get your 20% off. That's 313-627-9792. Continuing the topic of communication. Let's talk about directness yeah. and about beating around the bush. I kind of talked about this already with you not just being direct and being I'm not into you. I'm very direct in most conversations. You are. You are. I will give you that. But you you still do the, the being too nice. But I don't understand why people, especially in not just our age, but anyone above the age of like 21, you are a f you're an adult in the eyes of the United States to the point that you're allowed to drink alcohol and buy tobacco. You should be able to be direct. You ain't got time be wasting on beating around no damn bush yeah especially when it comes to dating it's like either you want to be with me or you don't want to be with me or you want to hang out with stop me again playing or you games. don't like stop yeah stop like, playing games and i have the utmost respect because i went on a date yeah. a couple days yeah. and the guy was like hey i don't see this going any further and i was like bet thanks for letting me know that to me is the most attractive thing oh you, yeah you could you can break up with me and and it, do it that way I will be like, huh? He like, I'll, be, I'll phone I think his mouth. exact words were, hey, I don't want to lead you on. I yeah. don't see this going any further. And yeah. I was like, 
Thank you so much for letting me know. Yeah, I'm not going to be cool. hurt at that. Thank you. You're no, honest. I was like, bet. Hell Moving yeah. On. <laughs> Next prospect, please. <laughs> Straight up. It's, it's, it's refreshing. It's you- just like, I just don't have... I, not that I don't have time because I'm still young. You're still young. But like, it's annoying at this point to give somebody your time and it mean nothing. That's where I mean you don't have time. Yeah. I don't have time to waste. Not in the sense that I'm running out of time. Right. I don't have time to waste on on the the, 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 bullshit. the dodging and the trying to make me feel good. Rip that Band-Aid. I don't care. Rip it. Because if you don't, the longer you make me wait to rip it mm-hmm. or tell me, the more it's you're going to hurt. Yeah. The more it's just do it right away. Yeah. And I'm, I'm guilty of this. There have been, remember I told you the last few relationships I've been in, I was the one who ripped that bandaid. Yeah. I waited. And I think. I tried to tell you to rip that last bandaid like the day after you hung out with her. Yeah. And, and I was what, like, nah, you're good. <laughs> and I knew I was good. And you knew I knew I was good. Uh-huh. I even told you I was good. But my dumbass. You're like, but. but you, I was like, no. Because this is, my, this is my biggest philosophy in life. I will, not, I will not live a day in my life where if I die that day, have a what if question. What if I done did this? I will not have that. I will go. Every, I will give you a chance on anything. If your first impression is dog, I will still give you a second. And then if the second one's a little bit better, I'll give you a third. And I'll see where it goes. But that's my problem. Is I'm, I don't want what-if scenarios. So I will, I, will put up for, I will put up with a lot. But there are certain things. Like with her, I, I already knew. And there was no reason to go into a, a second date or anything. Because I, I already knew from the get-go it wasn't going to work. I kind of, this is, I think this is where the reason I did is because she was talking a lot of mad game about something. And I needed to know about if it was. something. I needed to know if it was real or true. It was not. But. I feel like anybody that has to talk themselves up. Probably sucks. Yeah, that's valid. I would, I would attest to that. I think so. You sh- the, the most attractive people and the best at anything are the most humble people. Debatable. The people who are humble and like, like take singing, for example. The best singers are the ones who don't even know they sing that good. Mm, sure. At um, least I think so. Yeah, absolutely, Chris. Go ahead. Personally, I love when a girl is confident about what she can do and what she got because like, for me, like, you can't be a bad bitch and not be direct. Because I'm assuming you're going to be like, that <laughs> is, like real shit. I'm assuming you're just being nice. Like, oh, she's really pretty. She's a real nice girl. So it's going to go right over my head if you drop. But uh, what if she's like, I'm going to slob on your knob like corn on the cob, and then she does not. <laughs> Check it with me. <laughs> I know that's. I'm a believer. <laughs> I'm a believer until she proves herself wrong. Like, what you mean? Like, but then I, she probably proves herself wrong. Hey. Because she probably out. is not slobbing on the knob like I corn on the cob. <laughs> That's, that, I, I agree with Maddie, Chris. You can't talk yourself up because the more you talk yourself up, the more opportunity there is to let that person down. Yeah, because she doesn't know what you've gotten before. That's true. For all she knows, she's second best. She you could have... You, I'm, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. That's I'm going to keep I'm my saying. mouth shut. That's what I'm saying. I never had like a bad, like a bad bitch mm. who brag about it. I never had her miss the mark. I'm just saying. <laughs> 
I have. I love that for you. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I cannot say the same. I agree. I, I, I agree <laughs> with her. get there, though. Like, it's never the ones that like, oh, I just do this to this guy and da 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 I'm like, ma'am, you don't even know my name. You didn't say hi to me. Like, those are the ones you got to look out for. But like, that's once fair. Get comfortable, like, if she's just coming up and yeah, telling you. Like once she gets comfortable fair. and she's like, yeah, I got this, I got that. I'm just like. Oh, yeah, yeah, but okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> let me ask you this, Chris. Listen, what if she's doing this on the first like the first time y'all ever get together and hang out she's telling you how good she is at slang and dong it depends on the setup because like if you're just talking about it it's just like okay like why are you just talking about that like we're, we're talking about the lions right now like, why are you yeah. talking about that? so like that's what i'm saying like i'm a real perverted guy like that's what i'm saying i have a real perverted sense of humor so if she's like setting up jokes and making like being real witty about it then that's okay I'm that's right. valid i would yeah. do that that's fair. But that's but then again, she's not talking herself up genuinely. She's talking herself up in the terms of comedy and humor and jokes. But if they're straight up like, oh no, I'm great and I'm great in bed, uh, guys have to. She literally said this to me. She I said, won't even bring oh, up you can't be a guy and do that. No, 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 no we're not gonna no, talk bro. about that. Don't be a guy and do that shit ever, bro. But like Chris, she literally to me straight up, she said, and I quote, the exact words out of this girl's mouth were, "I am so good." That every guy I've ever been with has to take a 20-minute break. See, that sounds like rehearsed. <laughs> like she in, my, in my head, that's setting yourself up for failure. That like, you rehearsed. would never catch me talking myself that, that's up. That's not really a brag because, like, if your shit halfway decent, most guys aren't going to last that long anyway. Because, again, like, that's just the reality of the situation. But, like, also, 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 just, just like, the, reason, the reason they're taking breaks, the reason they're taking breaks... You're not that good, honey. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know how they gotta bad get hard it? again, my girl. <laughs> you said it. See, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you ruined it. <laughs> like, if, if you know how bad it really has to be for someone to take like a 20 minute break, like either like no, like we're we're done because like you got it out of me. Have like, you ever have you ever stopped somebody? Oh yeah. Yes, I yes. have too. The last time I had sex, it was literally awful. People, because I've told people that I've I've had to stop somebody at, in the middle of it. And they were like, that's so mean. And I'm no, like, no, I was fully not enjoying myself. Like, and I not. was at that point uncomfortable. So that's like, to me, okay, okay, look, look, we're not, we're not going to get into the nitty gritty. And I'm going to say something mm -hmm. that you might agree with. You might not. I don't know how many people are going to agree with this. This might be very controversial, but I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it Just real. Just spit it out. No, 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 no. I have now to you're talking it up. No, no, I'm not in the sense of that. Look, to me, in a situation like this. Sex is all about consent. Absolutely. But if I'm to that level where I'm so uncomfortable, I am no longer consenting. And if you go further, that is to me rape. There's like, okay, and there's like, there's a point where I, uncomfortable might have been like the wrong word to use. But it's just like, oh my God, like, are you going to finish? Because like, I can only do this for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, that's valid. But for me, that's actually happened where I'm like, I'm so uncomfortable. I don't want this. I, I want off. Get off. Get away. Get yeah, away. Yeah, but get you're away. the one that gets out. So what do you mean? It's like sex is a vibe. That's, that's only if you're... Pretty. Sex is a vibe. And the vibe is off. The sex is bad. It's just that simple. To me. See, it's energy, you're right bro. and you're wrong in that though. You're right and you're wrong. I mean, sex is is it is about that, but it's also about the connection. Yeah, like that's the, that's you the have to You have to have a connection in order to Yeah, it's it's sex is a vibe, but it's not just like a vibe like the energy in the room, but it's also the energy between That's what I mean exactly. The two. Yeah. Not yeah. the room. 
The room yeah. could be a fucking club. The energy is chaotic. But, like, you're having a beautiful conversation with this beautiful girl that makes you take, like, take you out of that realm. Yeah. That's what I mean by that. Because I hate being in a club. If I could find somebody to have a conversation with, make me not feel like I'm in a club. So I had a conversation in a club on Saturday night. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Thank you, Chris, for jumping in. I appreciate you. Uh, but, yeah, let's, let's, let's move on. Let's talk about, let, let's talk about this guy. Sauce man. Sauce man. <laughs> Keeping his saucy, baby. I'm actually, I was rooting for this guy. Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, it's only been, what, 24, Literally. 48 hours? But, but, so, but. anyways, so I got off early on Saturday night, what, what? which never happens. Ever. And my best friend owns the, or not owns, he is the GM at the bar next door. So I walked over, it's a club, and I was just saying hi, and because I used to work there, so yeah. I know everybody that works there. Didn't you, didn't you date one of the, the security guards there? I did not date him, but I had sexual encounters with him. <laughs> um, but yes, so I haven't worked there in about a year at this point. Mm-hmm. And I went there just to say hi to everybody. And then when I got there, my roommate actually texted me and she was like, hey, like, I'm about to head out to Tequila Blue. Like, what are you doing? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ha, huh, I'm actually here. And so I waited for her to get there. And while I waited for her to get there, like a couple of the guys I knew got off work. And mm-hmm. so they came to the bar and started drinking. Yeah. And Sauce Man, I, yeah. he started working there about a month before I left. Okay. So I knew who he was, but we never really talked before. Like I didn't know him, know him. Right. So at this point, you've known him for about like, what, a year? Yeah. But like didn't, I've never literally yeah. never had an encounter with him. Yeah. And so he's talking to me, whatever, and we find out, like, we're from the same town. He's a year older than me. We went to the same college. We went to rival high schools. Like, there's just a lot of similarities, and we hit it off, and we're talking for, like, literally three hours. Mm -hmm. And we didn't move from the spot that we were in for ever. Yeah. Um, And he, like, speaking of being direct, was like, Yeah, because we were just, like, talking about relationships and all this, that, and the other thing. And he was like, yeah, I know if I want to hang out with somebody again after 30 minutes of talking to them. Like, if I don't see me talking to myself for longer than that, then I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to pretend like something's there. And I was like, oh, so what you're saying is you've been talking to me for (laughs) a while. Yeah. Um, But, so, yeah, so we ended up. Making out at the bar, which I don't do PDA, so that was very uncomfortable for me. Um, but yeah, so it was a fun time. I had a great time. Um, but moral of the story is I haven't drank in almost a year. I wasn't drinking, and he was. So he wasn't drunk when we started talking, but by the end of the night, he sure was drunk. Yeah. And... I ended up driving him home and my okay. roommate home. So, no, I did not go home with him. We went to his house. He gave us a house tour. It was kind of fun. But, um, but then I dropped him off at home. And he was well, like, well, hold on. You, you missed a very, very important piece there. What did I miss? With the house tour. Look, you, I told you guys that I'm rooting for this guy. And this is one of the biggest reasons. When he was doing this house tour, her, her roommate is, like, one of her closest friends. And so this man... Without, like, a single ounce of awkwardness at all or, or weird energy, this man was connecting with the roommate 
yes. for like nothing. Like they were having a blast, all three of them together. Like it wasn't awkward. There was no third wheeling, nothing. This man incorporated her roommate into all of it. Yeah, we were singing in his dining room and like, like he was fully playing into the weirdness and no one was uncomfortable. Like, and that to me is so why fun. I was rooting for him because that yeah. is such an that is such a hard thing to find and it is so attractive when you find that from somebody. Like if I yeah, had a girl that did that's that. that's like oof. one of the things that I told you. I was yeah. like, I think my favorite part of the whole thing was he just met Allie that night yeah. and he was like so nice to her. He kept saying like, go get your girl. Like if you want to go hang out with her, like whatever. And then when she came with us to drive him home, he was like, oh, come inside, like whatever. So we both went inside and we were hanging out and um, just like being complete fools because that's yeah. what we do. Hell yeah. And he just like was not even phased, was playing into it with both of us. And it was so fun. Um, but yeah, so we get home and like, he calls me and whatever, and um, we're talking on the phone, on speakerphone, and, like, Allie is still chiming in, and they're still yelling at each other on the phone and, mm. like, whatever. Um, and he was like, oh, pick me up in the morning so we can go get my car, and we'll, he's, like, a big antiques guy, and there's, like, an antique market on Sundays in Royal Oak. So yeah. he's like, you can come with me if you want, and blah, blah, blah. And so next morning I go there, I pick him up, take him to his car and we go to the antique market yeah and just like chill it was totally fine um and that then i went home and that was it and like there really hasn't been any communication since then it's been about 24 48 hours somewhere between a day or two yeah and that's why i'm like i don't know if i'm still rooting for him because you guys connected really really nicely and there's a lot of there's a lot of chemistry there and it was really, it, it, from the way you making it sound, it seemed like it was awesome. Yeah. For at least you. I don't know how he felt, but it must have been I awesome I had a really him. great time. And he said he had a really great time on Saturday night, too. But, like, he was also drinking. Yeah. So was it only fun because you were drunk and then you saw me the next day and were like, oh, maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, I, can't, I can't really talk about that 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 much because you know you know me i don't really drink i've only been drunk one time in my life and it wasn't even my own like fault um <laughs> uh, let me give context please um i oh my god you i'm one of those guys <laughs> i was pledging a fraternity in college you? Yeah. Wow. But but it was it was a professional fraternity, not a frat. I wasn't a frat, bro. Clearly. It, yeah. But it was it was it's it was one of those like co-ed fraternities. So like there were guys and girls. Sure. And I mean that's cool and all. But um I'm technically not supposed to talk about this, but I don't give a fuck. I'm not in there. I I have nothing to do with it. I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna spill all the secrets. I don't give a shit. Um and one of the things they do when it comes to part of the initiation when you're pledging. The hazing. No, no. At, at our, at, I went to Lawrence Tech. If you hazed, you, you were gone. That whole organization would be shut down in minutes. And it actually happened. There was one, there was one actual frat that, that started hazing. And they shut it down within uh, a couple days. Um, but anyways, uh, part of the initiation for the pledge is is they take you to a cabin in northern michigan in uh i think like Powas or something okay um 
and they like you have like this like party and the weird like you know the you know like the thing that like the stereotypical the goblet and the candles and all that stupid you know did you wear stuff. a robe uh i did not they all were but so after that whole thing there was the, the illuminati uh there was this whole like you know like they were all drinking and stuff and someone you know i have i have drank and i'll I'll occasionally have like a drink. I don't really like to drink, and I haven't drank in. You just not like the taste of it, or? No, I I grew up in a household where like you know I, I grew up in a Muslim household. Alcohol is not good for you. It's against the religion and sure. everything. I will occasionally uh, have like a glass of wine with like dinner or something, but typically I, I it's not that I don't like the taste the taste is fine most alcohol doesn't taste good but I also just don't like the feeling I don't like not being completely of sound like mind <laughs> that's and, my favorite part <laughs> you know like I, I like being of sound mind and body I'm one of those people that I actually love my life the way it is and I can enjoy my life without substance okay you know so um but I have had drinks, and so someone told me to come try this, uh, this like, flavored vodka they had. It was just, like, a small shot of vodka, you know? It was not. It was the first drink, mind you. I never had alcohol up at this point. <laughs> what uh, was I, it? I had, like, I, I, had, I was a bartender, so, like, I had, like, tasted thimbles of alcohol because, you know, you have to kind of know what you're, you Yeah. Know? Yeah. So I've had thimbles. I've never actually had a drink. I take a sip. I was on the floor within a second. Can you guess what it was? Tequila. No. Rumplemans. No. Straight up Everclear. Oh. Straight up. That's cute. A two ounce shot of pure Everclear. I was on the floor in tears. I was crying. <laughs> I was crying. You are so innocent. It hurts. I it, it burns. I don't know how anyone would just normally enjoy Everclear. The things we used to enjoy in college, though, were like Route 100, Natty Daddies, uh, yeah. Four Locos. Uh, we used to drink UV grapefruit was like the thing when I was at CMU because I don't know it what was that like, is. well, UV blue is like the normal one, but yeah. UV grapefruit was like on sale at this liquor store and people would buy it in the <laughs> cases like it was the cheapest thing for us to get fucked up on yeah so that's what we would drink but it was like what can you get your hands on i mean i wasn't 21 until my senior year of college because mm -hmm. i'm on the younger side of yeah. everything sure and so i just drank anything and everything yeah yes <laughs> sorry i had to raise my hand go ahead I mean, interject, but like i went to central right you know central was the party drink. Fire up chips yeah, yeah, sure. Well. But uh, <laughs> anyways, I remember I got stranded at a house party on Halloween, right? And it was like this big linebacker, like, dude, drunk as shit. He was like, hey, man, have a sip. It was like this orange, like, Fanta-looking drink. I'm like, well, what is it? And I don't drink like that either. It was like, it's central juice. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is central juice? So do you know what central juice is? No, I've never heard of it. So, Do yeah. I want to know? I do want to know. I, I want know. some. Way, I, I tasted it. It just tastes like Fanta pop. And he was like, it's good, isn't it? And I was just like, yeah. But I always wonder what the fuck was Central Juice in if that was really <laughs> Oh, so you don't even know what it is. No. I'm dead. Chris is just drinking random people's drinks at parties. It was really nice. And you know, like, when you're he the was, only. You're the, <laughs> no, that's shit. how every girl's story ever starts. No, like, real shit, when you're he the was only really nice. In an all-white party, bro, like, 
A lot of people. All the white party. <laughs> you know how it is, bro. Like, I was on the rugby team, so I hung out at a lot of all white parties. You played rugby? For a few. Bro, it was terrible. Dang. But yeah, but yeah so I, I played rugby. How, mu- how old are you again? 28. Were you? I wonder if you were on the rugby team when I used to do cover them. I went to SVSU, not Central. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to uh, Saginaw Valley. But anyways, that was basically like a frat in his own. Yeah. So I wondered what the hell was Central Juice, and that was a thing or not, because you know Central is like a drinking party. So. Sure. Well, is. anyone, anyone who went to Central in the comments down below or in anything, just let us know. Is what is Central Juice? I want to know. <laughs> I want to know too, because I don't even know, and I spent the four best years of my life there. <laughs> <laughs> let us know. Oh but my gosh. No, I mean. I think, uh, aside from the Everclear, the only other thing that I drank that night, you know that the, the you know all the drinking games is beer pong and all this. So I uh, they they did ride the bus. So I did play beer pong, but I was actually fairly good at beer. I didn't really like drink. They let me just do water because I'm the type of person if I do drink for every drink I have two glasses of water. I'm that guy. Um. So they let Responsible. me. Yeah. So they let me put water in mine. Um, after having a pure shot of Everclear. Um, Whoa, he had one shot. <laughs> well, I was innocent. This is the first thing, you know. But then then uh, we played, uh, I think it was called like a trash can or garbage or something like that. And so there's like a middle cup and it's like a card game. And the middle cup is like a mixture of every single person's drink around the table. Mm. And the loser of the has card game has it. to drink. I lost. So I had to drink this. And there was You puked, didn't you? Huh? You puked for no, sure. No, I didn't, but it was disgusting. It had um it had Smirnoff ice, had tequila, it had um Everclear. Had Everclear, it had Fireball. Cute. It had um a little bit of Miller Lite, uh some Labatt's piss water basically. Uh, and, um, one more, what was it? I think it was, uh, I think it was crown. Yeah. Some type of whiskey. Yeah. There, there might've been Jack. There might've been Jack, but I don't know if it was in my pot when I did it. Like, cause someone was drinking some Jack, but I don't, uh, but yeah, it was nasty, but I got drunk and during this, during this time, I don't even remember what i was like like it's not that i don't remember the night i remember pretty much everything that happened like i remember uh one of my uh one of my brothers he is such a weird drunk this man and this is what i want to talk about mostly is like are we responsible when we're drunk because what he did is crazy (laughs) he strips down every time this is not the only time he's done it apparently he does this every time he's drunk he strips down to the nude <laughs> and then starts dancing around with people, especially the girls, and tries to get them in this bed. And then he will cuddle them naked in the bed. That's interesting. Are these girls willingly going into this bed? I don't, I personally wouldn't call it willing because they're also drunk. I mean, they're still willing. Yeah, but I don't know. I personally, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that you can give consent when drunk. You just can't. Consent is not a- achievable when you're drunk. There's no such thing. 
because you don't have 100% of your sound mind. You know what I mean? I don't think it's fair to hold. You're still responsible for get. Like, you're responsible. You should be held accountable for your actions. Both sides, though. Both sides. But at the same time, I wouldn't say that you should be having any kind of sexual encounters when either of you is drunk because no I don't know. one is consenting. Sometimes it's fun. <laughs> no one's consenting. How else are you supposed to have a one night stand? Sober? I mean, I don't know. I've never had one. I don't I don't I don't think I could ever have one. Yeah, I've never had one either. That's a lie. <laughs> you lying. I mean I've never had one. <laughs> Why'd you go so high in the voice? Um, okay. I never had one either. I'm a cute girl. Um, no, I'm a runner. I'm a track star when I'm drunk. I run away, bro. I run away. Disclaimer: Maddie is not a runner. We're not going to say that. We're, no. no, she actually she actually is. When she's no, drunk, she that she does more than one at a time. That's huh? what runner means. What? What? Runner means you fuck more than one guy at a time. Oh no, no, yeah. that is Maddie, not what I meant. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, that is not what I meant. Disclaimer, I physically Maddie run away. Is not a runner. I've never heard that. <laughs> Neither have I. That's because you guys are picking up black terms without knowing what they mean. My bad. <laughs> I don't. I don't have. Maddie is not a runner. That's just <laughs> Listen, I have melanin. I don't have that kind of melanin. No, but I. Continue. I fully am a runner in terms of I run away when I drink. Yeah. Like, if somebody is trying to corral me and I don't want to go home. Corral you? I've never heard that. I've heard being easy. I've never heard running a train. I, I didn't is pick that up what that. that song meant? All right. I, well, we just pissed Chris off. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I didn't know that she's a runner. She's a track star. Meant she. Oh. I'm a track star in the sense like I physically run. <laughs> I I used to. I run away. I run away. Yeah. Um, my friend Aaron, he's my best friend, and he can tell you all the stories. Maybe we'll bring him on here one time. We should. But literally, like he has dropped me off at my house in in terms of like he was like I used to live in the basement of my old house. Yeah. And he was like, you cannot safely get down these stairs. Let me help you. And I just plopped myself in the kitchen on the kitchen floor and said, no, I'm going to sleep right here. And I fell asleep. But I would do that. But going back to alcohol in general and, yeah. and being drunk, I'm kind of curious because I feel like you do this or you used to. You don't you don't drink anymore, which I'm so well, proud of you. Not for. right now. I'm so proud of you for that. And I <laughs> keep it up. <laughs> but uh, um, I know you, you told me stories about your past and how you used to drink to cope. A lot. Tell me about that because I, I – obviously this is a thing. Alcoholism is huge in this country yeah. specifically, especially for coping. I have a buddy who does this often. Like we'll play video games all the time. And I know he's drunk off his ass because he's slurring every other word, you know? Yeah. But like I can't I can't fathom it. Help me understand why this helps you. Well, specifically after my divorce, 
Mm-hmm. I was so damaged and so broken that, like, I didn't know how to not feel. Okay. And that was how I didn't feel. What do you mean? Because when I, I would drink and I was drunk, I didn't have to think about what was going on in my life. I didn't yeah. have to think about what I was going to do next, what my next move was, how I was going to overcome this. I just could be drunk and not feel and not have my mind racing in 25,000 different areas. Okay. So I would drink to not feel. Yeah. Or to feel something because I was feeling so dead. You were feeling numb. Yeah. Because I got to a point where it just was like I was a walking zombie. But if I could drink... Then I would go out and I would uh, have fun with my friends and I would do this, that, and the other thing. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Do you think that the reason you were getting to that level of numbness is because of, like, anxiety and depression? Because, like, for me specifically, I have never, like, felt that, like, low or down on anything. Do you think that the having, like, anxiety or having depression to that extent kind of elevates those emotions of like, you know, a thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. I mean, I struggled with depression since I was 15, 16 years old. Yeah. And two years ago was one of my lowest I've ever been. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't have friends. I didn't have people that were in my corner. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't have family to turn to at that time. Like, I was, I felt very alone. That's valid. And so. I can understand that. I I just started drinking, started going to the bars, started making friends. Maybe I shouldn't have made friends with. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I just, I can't, I cannot understand. Like I, I see where you're coming from, but I can't understand why anyone would drive themselves to like a form of substance abuse you know like to me that's just it's i understand to a degree of like every every once in a while getting drunk to like feel numb or like let the numbness kind of subside and just you know feel something for a little while like a little bit of a distraction but like to become like a alcoholic or something where it hurts i i don't understand that because for me specifically and i'm not like bagging on you or anything please don't take it that way i just mean that for me i can't fathom what that must feel like that you feel that you have to like do that or something because i i always find something in life to do like i will go for a walk i will find someone i will i will go out and make a new friend I will I will do something in life without having to abuse a substance. Even when I'm angry, like it just whatever my emotions are, yeah. I find some natural way to cope. I don't cope with substance. Like, yeah, okay, I smoke like hookah every once in a while, but not for that reason. I smoke hookah because I like the taste and it's yeah. fun and I'm also Lebanese. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. For me, at that point in my life, like I was done living. I didn't want to be here anymore so have you ever had like those kinds of thoughts yes and so i didn't care what happened i was fully just being 
an absolute train wreck and destroying any type of, I don't know, credibility or anything or whatever and just completely destroying myself. Well, I mean. And that's like, that's where I was. I was just on a full downward spiral. Can I I ask what changed? Because, I mean, now from that, like, you've come extremely far and like i don't see you falling back to that i see you holding yourself up and i see that and you i mean i know you know now that like like for example you have me you know i will not let you get to that point yeah. ever again but like how did you climb out of that um honestly i don't i couldn't tell you like specifics okay of like where i saw a change Sure. But I started going back to the gym and I that was started getting my mind right. And yep. I had a friend who I didn't realize was that good of a friend of mine until she was the only person that stood by me yeah. after my divorce. And she became my best friend. And then she would force me to go out with the girls and hang out and, like, have a good time. She helped bring you out of it. And then when I moved out of my house that I had with my ex-husband, I moved into an apartment. And um, my friend, she is the one that introduced me to somebody who ended up moving in with me. And, like, having a person there and just, like, having somebody root you on and, like, look for what's best for you. And, like, that's all I was looking for. Sure. I was done with people asking me how I was doing and how am I feeling. Like, I feel like fucking shit. What do you mean? Yeah. I look like shit. I feel like shit. I am behaving like shit. Like, I'm a train wreck. <laughs> but the, and, and that's the thing. I feel like alcohol just worsens those qualities. That's a, at the time, and that's what I wanted. Yeah. That's fair. You know? Yeah. But now, like, I drink and have a good time. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. And. The drinking th- is what makes me social now. Yeah, because, like, I mean, I know I don't want to go some, out if I'm not drinking. There are some benefits, I guess you could say. At least some people would call it a benefit. Like, alcohol gives people liquid courage. But at the same time, is that courage? Is that real courage? I know a lot of it for me, and I feel like a lot of people can relate, is I have severe social anxiety. And when, I, when I'm a couple drinks in, I feel like I'm a normal and I don't feel stressed about being in a social, social what do you, situation. What do you consider normal? Because I don't think anyone's normal. Not even myself. Normal is boring. But, like, I feel like I can be somewhere and I'm not thinking about it. You know okay. What I mean? You're not overthinking. Yes. You feel like you shut up the... I feel like I fit into the, the place that I'm at. And I'm not like, oh, my God, are they looking at me? Oh, my God, what am I doing here? Oh, my God, this and the other thing. Like, I can understand that. My mind kind of shuts that part of my brain off and I can mm-hmm. actually relax and have fun. Okay. And it does give you liquid confidence. It really does. Cur- liquid courage is absolutely real because I, I, for one, I mean, I can tell you straight up, shooting your shot is not fucking easy. <laughs> Especially in this day and age. Man, women are scary. Yo. I mean, bet your ass I was drunk when I gave that bouncer my, my business card <laughs> twice. <laughs> that took a lot of liquid confidence, let me tell you. I still can't believe you did that. You literally gave this man your business card twice. I am who I am. I love you for it, though. (laughs) 
no, I mean, I don't know. Women, are, it, it's so hard to shoot your shot. Yes. I can understand using alcohol for liquid courage because you, 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 you hide the fear of rejection i wouldn't say rejection it's not the rejection i don't care reject me all you want i'm afraid to like go like let's say let's say you're a girl i'm into right maddie and you're out at the bar with you and your girls i'm not going to come up to you and talk to you at all not once unless i have some form of like liquid courage in me yeah. because y'all's is scary <laughs> especially after the and not to get political at all but like after the whole Me Too thing, I'm terrified to personally go up to a girl in public and hit on her without it coming off the wrong way. And I know it has to do with, like, aggression and, like, how you kind of, like, ask someone out. But I still feel like you just can't – you can't look at a girl uh, uh, a, a certain way anymore. You can't, like, hog them a certain way without, Guys like – still do. They still do. They do whatever the F they but want But <laughs> I'm, like, terrified of it because I – I mean, I, it's happened to me twice in my life. And both times, the, the, both times were false. Uh, when I was in seventh grade, I was accused of sexual, uh, sexual harassment. Seventh grade. Seventh grade. We, were doing, we had a film project. We had a film project for anti-bullying at, at, in my middle school. And I was asked to put it together, and they gave me a lead actress who I also had in health class. And in health class, we were talking about the birds and the bees and, and, and dicks and, you know, and she had to wear this. She, she decided to wear this dress to the shoe. And I, like, I, I complimented her. I called her pretty. I said it was a pretty dress. How dare you? And she went straight to the principal's office, said he made me uncomfortable. He sexually harassed me. And they took it serious. They suspended me for... Like, a week while they were investigating. For telling her her dress was pretty? Because they're like, she said you have footage of her, and, like, you were taking, like, creepy photos of her. I was like, no, I'm doing the damn project that you oh, guys are God asking me to America. do. So, so I got accused of that. And then in, in college, my, uh, the reason I'm not in, my, in, in that fraternity anymore is because one of my pledge brothers got jealous that I was, uh, was going to make it in, and he wasn't because they were going to kick him out. For uh, not passing all the exams, you have to pass. Like part of the thing you have to do is like take tests about the, uh, about the like the fraternity and all that, and you had to pass them. And you mm -hmm. also had to like get everybody to like you and do all these tasks and shit. So I was passing with flying colors. I was at the top of my pledge class, and he was all the way at the bottom. And apparently, it turns out that his uh, girlfriend, um, who he told us all that he met at the mall, he didn't. He met her on on Tinder. Yeah. Um, but she was into me. I didn't know this. But he got mad at me. He got jealous of me. So he went to the dean of the university and accused me of sexual assault. Because I slapped his ass one time like brothers do. You know, like, you know, like before oh a big game. God. One of those. He accused me of sexual assault. And the entire fraternity turned against me. Every single person. They all turned against me and, and everything. But that's, I think, part of why, like, I am so damn afraid of this, especially being somebody who's actually been sexually assaulted by women on three separate occasions. I, like, I know what sexual assault feels like, and so I understand it. So I, like, I'm, I'm afraid to, like, put myself in a situation where I am the person who's doing that. So I'm afraid to ask girls out 
Interesting. Like shooting your shot is such a scary thing. If they're in a group setting, if they're alone, it's easy. You know what I think is funnier though? I think like shooting your shot with somebody you know is harder than shooting your shot with somebody you have no idea. I disagree. Really? I think it's the other I way think around. if you're like friends with somebody and then all of a sudden maybe you have feelings for them, like it's it's that thing in your head that's like, oh, <laughs> if you shoot your shot and they turn you down, you you're just no ruin friends. the friend group. I see that's where I disagree with you. And, and I'm going to use one of your real life situations. My real life situation. Cowboy. You and Cowboy tried it out. But here you are. You still hang out with Cowboy and his friends. You're still... Because y'all is adults. Because he was man enough to say that he didn't see it going anywhere there. Right. But you guys are adults. You shot your shot. He said no. And you guys moved on. You're still friends. But that's Yeah, but actually, point. like, that's different, though. Because no. I didn't know him before. So I'm not shooting my shot with somebody I know. Okay, that's fair, but I don't he know. He was somebody I didn't know, and I ended up gaining a friend group out of it. So that was like a win-win situation. I don't know. I just feel like it's different. Like, I feel like we're adults. I don't have time to sit there and be like, oh, the friendship is ruined because you told me you're into you or I told you I'm into you. That's stupid to me. That's childish. I don't know. I feel like I, I am somebody that would rather leave a friendship as it was and not ruin anything for anybody. If I told you right now, Maddie, that I was deeply, madly fucking obsessed with you. I'd say that's cute. Stop. (laughs) You'd say that. And then we would just go on going on. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's my point. But like the thing is, that's only involving us. No, it's involving any adults. Adults. This is how a friend group. Oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, take the movie, uh, take the show, Friends. How many times did, like, Phoebe fuck Chandler, Chandler fuck Monica, Monica? <laughs> like, That's fair. I don't know. I just, I think. Adults, adults are adults, and y'all can go on being friends no matter what. If you're yeah. so dumb that you There are off, people, though, out there that if you shoot your shot with them, they're now going to be awkward as fuck towards Oh, absolutely. 100%. And some down. people are not adults and they don't know how to handle No, them. you're 100 I but that's my that's the thing is they're childish. They're not yeah. mature enough. And I'm not going to thank God they did that because I don't want to spend time with somebody who's immature. Yeah. I don't fair. care if it's friends or, or family or lovers or whatever the fuck. I, if you're immature, I'm not spending time with you. I don't have time for an immature person. That's fair. So, you know, I don't know. I it's so to me. It's, I don't really shoot my shot. <laughs> <laughs> Business card. <laughs> I'm like the actually like the only way I flirt with people because I mean I work at a bar five nights a week. Yeah. And so like if there's like a cute guy that comes and sits at my bar or whatever, like I always make them like free shots or I'll put a round on me or something like that. That's just how you to, like, flirt. Just to like, hey, I think you're cute. You yeah. know, do what you will with that. I used to do that too. When I was bartending, I used to do that all the time. It's easy. It didn't work for I me. I have all but, the power. It yeah. doesn't work for me either. The fuck? <laughs> they just... <laughs> I'm still single AM. <laughs> I mean, don't you remember... Don't you remember the girl peeing on the plane situation where she totally yes. took advantage? Yes. <laughs> My goodness. I don't know. Shooting your shot is hard, though. It is. It's... It's, it's like an, it's an inner stress that it's like... Either you do it or you don't. Well, because it's also you have to... There's such a fine line. If you... This is why I think shooting your shot with someone you know is easier than shooting your shot with someone you don't. You shoot your shot with someone you don't know. You don't know their limitations. You don't know what they consider aggressive, non-aggressive, and so on and so forth. You shoot your shot with somebody you do know. You know what they consider, you know, 
good and what they consider like too far. So you know kind of where to fall in that line. But the problem is, and again, this is a generalization. Don't shoot me. Um, a lot of girls just immediately, I don't want to ruin the friendship, friend zone. Immediately. Meh. I, let me, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I told you most of my friends are girls. Three out of the four, I asked out before we became friends and they friend zoned me. But here I am because I'm a fucking adult. I didn't I'm fucking make dead, bro. <laughs> Three out of my four girlfriends. <laughs> I am so out. dead. Oh. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not kidding. Like, I no, my best friend, Aaron, his girlfriend hates me because she has this idea that You're Aaron in. and I have something, whatever. And I'm like, well, listen Isn't up. Aaron like 50-something? No, 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 no. Or Aaron's which one? Aaron's my age. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, you have so many friends. But, um, but his girlfriend hates me because she's convinced that there's something between the two of us. No, it's just because you're like, hot. I'm listen up, bitch. It's just because you're hot. If, some, if there was something between Aaron and I, we would have fucked a long time ago, and you probably wouldn't be in the picture. But guess what? There ain't. Ooh, you confident. I love it. It is. Confidence is very sexy. But there ain't. And... I don't know. I think that girls have a hard time believing that guys can have other girlfriends. But also at the same time, I find this so ridiculous. The amount of times I've heard from girls that confidence is sexy and like guys feel the same way. But when a guy shoots his shot, a lot of girls are mean. Yeah. Girls are bullies. It's like their trigger. Like it's like they don't know what to say. So they just. Get mean. I can understand in certain places, like with catcalling, like New York, it's catcalling is huge. So, like, if a, any guy just comes up to you, I understand it's just a trigger to immediately just shut it down and be a, a bully about it. I can understand that. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, hear the words that are coming out of my mouth first. Actually, hear me before you go and just shoot me with an AK 47 in every single place. You know, just, you know, don't do that. Just give me a chance because you never know. I mean, it's like I'm going to use a movie. One of my favorite movies, the Adam Sandler movie, just go with it. The beginning of that movie where he's in a bar and this really like hot chick walks into the bar and literally every guy on her way to the bar is hitting on her. So the second Adam Sandler like talks to her and he's literally just telling her her purse fell on the floor at the bar before he even gets a word out. Um, and he literally just said, uh, excuse me, your purse fell. Uh, she screamed at him. She's like, can I just, like, not be hit on for, like, five seconds? And, like, starts being a bully and a bitch. Like, that's my pro That is such a common occurrence. Because so many men ruin things for most men that the good ones, when they do try to shoot their shot, they get shot down because yeah, the girls have had enough of our bullshit. That's fair. But at the same time, girls are on some bullshit. So, like... That's also fair. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, shooting your shot is hard. Shooting your shot is so hard. But anyways, I think, I think that wraps it up for today. What do you think? Yep. All right. Well, thanks again for tuning in to... What is it? The fourth episode of the Unhinged yeah. Podcast? 
Uh, you can reach us on Instagram, uh, TikTok, and Twitter. And then you can also hear the podcast on YouTube and anywhere else you get your podcast, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anything else. You can catch us on any of those at Unhinged uh, with Maddie and Ali and on social media at Unhinged uh, with the three podcast. Uh, see you guys next week. Bye. Peace.